0: Hey, this is Chris and welcome to an end of the week edition of Unpopped Kernels here on Popcorn Finance. I'm probably recording this at the worst possible time because there are about roughly 1,252 planes flying over my place right now, but I'm trying to make the best of it. I'm trying out some new things here on the tech side, so hopefully I can eliminate a lot of that background noise and you won't even hear it. I even have my fan on right now because it is way too hot Uh, and you know, I like you all a lot, but not enough to have a heat stroke. While I'm recording this podcast, so let me know how this sounds. If you hear anything in the background, Uh, if not great, maybe I can have my fan on more often, but uh, this whole episode is coming out a little bit later because my coworkers threw me a very kind uh, going away party this week. So I took a little bit of time uh, away from recording, but if any of them are hearing this right now, I just want to say, I thank you all. I mean, really so much for putting all that together and I am definitely going to miss working with all of you. And if any of them are joining us right now, it's probably because just like all of us, they've been hearing a lot about a potential recession. And it made me start to think, you know, when I think of the term recession, what comes to mind? And I found it really difficult to think of like a, like a nice simple way to put what a recession is. And I think that's because it's just really complicated to define a recession. A recession is often called like a period of economic contraction. Uh, This is when unemployment can rise. uh, The production of goods slows down. People and companies start to buy less uh, and incomes can fall. And what can cause recession is many, many different things. But I want you to kind of think of our economy as working in like a a circle, like a cycle. Imagine one of those charts where it's like those curving arrows that make like that recycle, (laughs) reduce, reuse uh, triangle. It's this one thing kind of feeds into the next. So for example, if I feel stable, If I feel like things are going well, I don't think I'm going to lose my job. You know, my, my income is rising. I'm going to feel more comfortable spending money. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy more stuff. I'm going to do more things. And as I do that, sales for these companies will begin to increase. And so they're like, hey, look, we can start making more things because people are out here spending money. People feel good. Let's make more things. Let's make more routes on airlines available. Let's open up new hotels. Let's do all these things to encourage all these people who want to spend money. To come to us. And once they start doing that, they're like, oh, we need more people to come run these these our operations. We need to hire more staff. We need more people in these places so that way we can make even more money. And then when they do that, the job market starts to tighten and you start seeing jobs competing with each other. These, these, these companies are competing with each other for the limited amount of workers that are out there. And so because of that, wages start to rise. And then as people start to see that these jobs are paying more and more money, Like, hey, I feel even more comfortable. I'm making more than I ever have before. I'm going to go spend some more money. And that cycle just continues. And that's kind of the period that we've just been through. Now, this isn't a blanket statement for everyone because there's always going to be situations where people are doing extremely well while other people are struggling. That's always going to be the case. Not that that is fair, but in general, that's what you can start to see when uh, we're in these, what they call like an expansionary period, when, when things are going really well. That's how the economy starts to run. You can see how it starts to build up and gain momentum. Now, the opposite is true for a recession, and we're starting to see some signs of that now. I think that's why there are there's so much talk in the news about a recession, it's because we're starting to see some things that could lead us to believe that the economy could be moving towards a recession. It's not guaranteed, but what we're seeing is that, okay, inflation is really high. That means things are more expensive. I know we've all been to the gas pump in the grocery store and seen those crazy prices. And what happens when we see those numbers? We start to pull back a little bit. We're like, hold up, I, I don't want to go out as much. Maybe I'm not going to drive as much. Maybe I'm going to buy fewer like impulse things when I go to the grocery store. Then as these companies start to realize, hey, people aren't really buying as much as they were before, maybe we need to make less. Maybe we need to offer fewer services. And so as they do that, you see these companies start to pull back on hiring, but also in addition to that, start laying people off. And we've been seeing a lot of that in the news. And then what happens when they start laying people off? Then the rest of us start to really think about, is my job secure? Should I be saving more? Maybe I'll spend less because I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. And it causes this cycle that starts to build and the economy starts to slow down because the word economy refers to a lot of different things. It's a very broad term, but recessions aren't anything new. It's not a new thing. Recessions happen all the time. It's part of what economists call business cycles. And we're typically either in a expansionary period of the cycle or recessionary period of the cycle. So when we look back to around the 1990s or since the 1990s, uh, expansions last on average about 95 months. So those expansionary periods last almost eight years on average, while recessionary periods are much shorter. On average, they last about 11 months. Uh, So, for example, if we look back at our most recent recession, that was in 2020. It was right at the start of the pandemic and it only lasted a few months. Whereas when you look at something like the 2007 recession after the housing crisis, that lasted for a year and a half. So there's really no set duration for what a, a recession can be. But the reality is that we probably won't even know if we're officially in a recession until months after it has already ended. And that's because there's no set term. There's no like set of data points. You say, if this happens and this happens, we're in a recession. It's not that cut and dry. Uh, Recessions are determined by the National Bureau of Economic Research, NBER. Uh, They were founded back in 1920. And this is a nonprofit nonprofit academic group made up of about 51 members, and they determine when a recession occurs and how long it lasted for. And the way they define a recession is a significant decline in economic activity spread across the economy, lasting for more than a few months. And I know that is a very vague (laughs) statement, and it's intentional because our economy is complicated and there's really no single indicator or piece of data that can tell us that we're actually in a recession. They use a ton of different data points, including things like GDP, which is the gross domestic product. And that's a way a country measures um, how well their country is producing. It's like, it's a way of looking at, are we doing well, are we improving? It looks at the goods we buy, the things that companies invest in, uh, the money the government spends, what we import, what we export. It takes all that data to come up with a number. And if that number goes up, the economy is growing. If it goes down, the economy is shrinking. They also look at income and employment levels. They use all this to determine when a recession is occurring. And they actually take between four to 21 months to determine if a recession has actually happened. So that recession I mentioned back in 2020, that recession officially ended in April of 2020, but they didn't actually make the determination and classify it as a recession until July of 2021. So a year and about three months later is when they officially said, yeah, that was a recession, so that's why even though people talk about, oh, are we in a recession? Are we going into recession? I mean, you can start to see the trends and the things that are going on around us that indicate that you know this kind of is looking like it is going to be a recession. But the official determination, the official word that stamps a period of time as a recession, uh, typically is not going to happen for a while. And actually, there have been twelve identified recessions since 1948. And we've seen a couple of them in the not-too-distant past already. Uh, So there's still a lot to be seen as to whether or not we go into recession. I I don't want you all to panic because a recession doesn't necessarily mean that something negative is going to happen to you. But it definitely does mean that the economy will start to slow. We will not see as much growth, as many new jobs created, as much spending uh, going on as we did before. So it, things will change and, and all of us will definitely be impacted, but I don't want it to mean that you have to panic and think that there's something that you need to do right now to protect yourself. Because we, we've not even confirmed that this will even be considered uh, a recession that we're going into, but things are definitely different than they were, let's say, at the end of last year. So I think that's enough recession talk for a Friday afternoon. I'm working on some other stuff to kind of dive a little bit deeper into this. I'll be putting some more stuff out on the podcast about that, but also I'll be doing more on YouTube. So if you come over to YouTube, just look for Popcorn Finance or just click the link in the show notes. You can come join me over there and check out the channel and some other videos that I've already put together. If you want to know a little bit more about I-bonds or about interest rates and the Federal Reserve and all that stuff going on. And if you want to send in any questions you might have about recessions and inflation and all this stuff, because I'm working on a lot of different content around that right now, send it in to me. You can email me at questions at popcornfinance.com or just DM me on Instagram. Just look for Popcorn Finance Podcast. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have a great weekend or maybe I guess a great rest of your week if you wait until Monday to listen to this and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.